Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. It is Monday, February 6th, 2023, and today I'm covering paranormal news. As always, you can find all the episodes of the show, along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're yours or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. And um, so the plan for this next coming week is the usual mix of true paranormal stories from the web and paranormal news, along with um, another Lovecraft H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, The Complete Fiction uh, Review. So that'll be in the middle of the week, uh, basically on Thursday. And uh, so, yeah, that's the plans for the week. Getting close to being done with that uh, Love Lovecraft, uh, The Complete Fiction of Lovecraft, which is really amazing. And uh, then we'll move on to something else. So, um, So I have two articles to share for today. I've already put them in the chat, and of course, I will include them in the episode descriptions, either on um, both on YouTube and the podcast feed. And um, so, yeah, you all can you all can check them out, read the articles uh, completely, and check out all the images because I just summarized them here. Um, so, uh, let's see here. So, yeah, let's get to the articles here. The first one I have is from. Uh, let's see here, WRAL.com, and the title says, New Movie, The Devil's Stomping Ground, uh, based on North Carolina legend. And um, and this is not uh, un unusual, not uncommon. A lot of um, movies seem to be based, even if it's just in small part, on... Um, Real stories are real locations. And of course, this one is in North Carolina. Um, so this is, um, let's see here. Now, I haven't heard this movie, but I don't keep track of movies very much. Um, just because I'm legally blind and I listen to things more now than I watch them. But um, so let's see here. They're talking in, in this article here about. Uh, about this movie that's going to be made, um, but this uh, this place is um, is again the name is the, the Devil's Tramping Ground, or Stomping Ground, Tramping Ground. I'm sorry, and it says that um, the film is being shown locally, and uh, so let's see here. Now it says that um, this this movie is based on some. <clears throat> Excuse me. Folklore mythology of the area, um, going way back even before, um, before America was uh, founded here. So um, let's see here. It says that the um, Chatham County uh, deed book has a 1784 deed referring to. This area, uh, 
as the poison field tract, which means that the um, this area was just well known for not having enough uh, nutrients in the soil to grow anything even then. Um, so the article says here that for centuries, the locals have uh, tried to figure out the the cause for this um, area that is full of dead soil surrounding this area. Um, but it, the history goes back before that as there's, um, let's see here, going back here, going through this article here. Um, Got to scroll through some pictures here. There's definitely some of those. It says that, um, this is kind of going back through time. It says that in 1956, the Charlotte Observer ran an article uh, about the this area, or about the 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 state highway department marking a route to uh, make finding this area easier for travelers. Um, and for years, the area was only visited by locals, but. Uh, there was a uh, North Carolina writer named John Hardin that wrote a book about the area, uh, drawing um, more people to the area because of just the legends associated with it, which, of course, it's taking forever to get to. Um, so let's see here. And um, so that basically, even even though because of all these legends and everything and folklore, in 1955, the um, the state highway department started making signs uh, indicating the area. Um, so even though now those signs are mostly gone, according to the article here, um, it says that in the, the 1940s, scientists tried to test the test the soil, um, and uh, and there's still scientists today trying to run tests on the the soil in the area today but um the test determined says that the soil was sterile and new newspapers called the mystery partially solved um but uh there's still no reason as far as i can tell for the soil to be uh to be sterile and um, so, but, but even before the, the U.S. was settled, it was uh, sacred to uh, indigenous tribes in the area who used the area, the spot for ceremonial rites, according to, to another article that this one is citing. Um, of course, it's that mentions that the um, the newspaper that this um, article is mentioning. Uh, let's see here. I don't see where it mentions the newspapers. So basically, it just says newspapers. Um, doesn't mention where the sources are for that information. Um, and uh, so yeah, it's basically just apparently known for being uh, just having a weird feeling to it. Apparently. Um, and let's see here. So a um 
There's a lot more in this article here. I definitely recommend checking it out uh, more. There's just a lot more here. I didn't realize this is a good size article. Um, I'm just trying to scroll down here through more to uh, to get to the paranormal aspects of it. But um, but yeah. So neat article. I've heard of the area. Might be something. I've I've been thinking about doing a ser- like a show on these different areas that are said to be um, haunted or or even cursed or whatever that have been given that name sort of similar names of the devils whatever um, in different languages even could do a show on that at some point so just thought that was um, that was something that she mentioned and especially the connection to the way these places are used as inspiration for popular culture today even though they're they're well known throughout time as just being mysterious locations so um so yeah that's the first article here i had for today and i'll get to the second one here in a moment but uh let's see looking at the looking at the chat here um so let's see here. Looking here. Um, so yeah, um, thank you all for being here. Uh, I appreciate it. And um, I'll go on to the next article. This one is from uh, www.bhpioneer.com. And that, uh, I think it's, uh, I think it says in an article here, what that stands for. I think it's black. Black Hills? Okay, I'm not sure. Um, but the title of this article is Matthew's Opera House Has Its Own uh, Phantoms of the Opera. This goes back to this, um, what seems to be the case in, in so so many areas where the um, theaters are said to be haunted. Uh, just so many of them out there. So... Um, and this apparently takes place in uh, Spearfish. I don't know. Um, let's see here. Looking at, yeah, it doesn't say it. I didn't think to look it up. So, but um, so this is uh, talking about a paranormal investigation group um, that checks out this uh, this opera house and. Um, let me just check on where this is here. I'll just be one moment. But um, these kinds of investigations, I mentioned in them even though, um, so it's in South Dakota, I believe. Um, but uh, anyway, um, I'm always interested in these articles about these investigations because sometimes you will find out about activity going on in these locations. So um, it's talking about this investigation group. Uh, let's see here. It's known as Black Hills Paranormal Investigations. And uh, that spent some time in this Matthews Opera House. Um, the uh, As far as what happened there, uh, the see here so there's been claims over the years says people have seen 
shadow figures. They've heard footsteps and other thing, similar things, uh, according to the article here. And um, apparently various team members ha started having activity. Um, now, there's one team member that actually started working there at one point. Uh, and uh, that's why the team went to investigate because they uh, this one team member asked if they could all go there. So um, the group went along with all their equipment and um, basically there was reports of uh, something being at, the end, being at the end of a hall uh, according to the investigators. But, um, so let's see here. There was, um, two of the investigators wanted to go down that hallway to check it out. And, um, let's see here. So looking at this here, they got, um, different voices through their technology, uh, saying the name of one of the investigators. Um, let's see here. And, uh, another incident, uh, there was, uh, basically a phantom smell of fruit while in the main theater. Um, so that is odd. And, but back in the old days, apparently, the, uh, if you're a really bad performer, back when, back when the theater was first established, people would throw fruit at the performers if they were really bad, so... They're sort of associating it with that, I guess. Um, there were footsteps heard during this investigation. And uh, so, yeah, just neat stuff going on there. I'm always interested in these investigations. Um, there's um, motion detectors that were set off by apparently nothing. And um, so... There's more here about that, and I'll let you all check out the rest of it. So, um, still need to hear about these investigations, like I said, as always. And there's information. Um, oh, I'm sorry, that's for the newspaper itself, or the news company itself. So, but just another neat uh, story about an investigation of a place that could have paranormal activity. So, that's all I have for today. Um, Thank you all for being here and listening. And I'll be back tomorrow with uh, True Paranormal Stories on the Web on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone.